Everyone's got opinions when it comes to leadership, and let's be honest, how many experts do we all know? But where can we find real leadership advice that's not BS? Well, look no further. Welcome to No BS Leadership, where on each episode, we attempt to expose the gap between what leaders think they should be doing and what actually works without the BS. Listen in as we irritate some, inform others, and challenge all leaders to discover a better path to the leadership excellence we all want. Hey, McLaughlin. Yo. Do you know I went to the doctor and I was diagnosed with peekaboo disease? Really? Yeah, What's- yeah they sent me to the ICU. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Bad Dad Joke Podcast. It's masquerading as the No More Leadership BS crew. That was your comedic host, <laughs> Mr. Jeff Conroy from Conroy Leadership Consulting. You guys are going to use that. You're His experience it. is way better than that joke was. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Jeff Geyer from Phoenix Coaching. Welcome back to another episode of No More Leadership BS podcast. We are excited to be here. As if you are a subscriber to our podcast, and if you're not, you should be. We spend a good amount of time in the green room before we record these episodes, and (laughs) today it's been epic. We've been in the green room for more than an hour, and that's where you get bad dad jokes, I think. I'm not sure, Conroy, where that comes from, but hey, let's go around the horn and introduce ourselves to everybody. Tell us, tell me a little bit about yourself, Miss Myra Hall from Indiana. That was my little bit about myself I was going to to share is I'm from the Midwest. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, okay, next, yeah. next, next, <laughs> next we have, and have, nobody has any idea where he actually is, Dr. Sam Jennings. How you doing, Sam? Thank you for asking. I'm in the middle of now here, otherwise known as nowhere, and that's uh, it's a fabulous place to be, right here in the Swagger Wagon. <laughs> swagger Wagon. So you upgraded the Carfus to the Swagger Wagon. Nice. That's right. Nice. Nice. And Mr. McLaughlin, you appear to be in some mobile vehicle yourself. Yeah, I'm in a parking lot after the podcast. I'm going to go to a jujitsu seminar and learn how to get choked out better and tap thing, tap quicker because that's my special. That's a great <laughs> sex life you got going there, bud. Your, your goal is to learn how to tap out quicker. That's, it seems like, a, well, I've never done jujitsu, but I'm going to trust you. Professionals that play, give me, give me a little something. How, how does do jujitsu translate into your professional work at, at teaching people how to play at work? Oh, man. So for me, it's easy. Jujitsu to his play. I get to go and I get to play. I get to wrestle and have fun and be goofy and silly and learn a new skill. And that that play aspect, when we're laughing at how quickly we get submitted, <laughs> because it happens frequently, uh, you actually are learning quicker. You're, by that laughter, you're actually increasing your learning capacity through neuroplasticity. So yeah, jujitsu actually goes directly into some of the stuff I teach. It's crazy. There you go, folks. Leadership, no leadership BS right there. If you ever get into a fight, just start laughing because you're going to get your butt kicked. And you'll, and you'll learn faster. Yeah, you'll learn faster. Exactly. As you're and, being choked out. Yeah, exactly. And last but not least, Mr. Conroy, you are back from the happiest place on earth. How are you doing, buddy? I am actually fantastic. I have had about 40 ounces of coffee. I just came back from Disneyland, who does not sponsor the show yet, with my whole family and my grandkids, and I am ready to rock it. Excellent. Glad you're all here. Glad you're 
listening. Let's dive right into it. This is a real world example. Just happened to me this week that I wanted to talk about. I was in a group coaching session and I'll, I'll give you the premise of the question and then we'll set it up a little deeper is, do you believe it's the leader's responsibility? You're the leader now. This is no more leadership BS. You're the leader. Is it your responsibility as a leader to make everyone happy? And that came up in one of our group coaching sessions this past week. And the young leader of the group said, yeah, I think that's part of my responsibility to make people happy. And my reply was, I respectfully disagree. I think the leader's responsibility is to create an environment where people can choose to be happy. Correct. And that happiness thing is a very internal thing. I can't force you to be happy. I can probably force you to be unhappy by creating an environment that is just so, you know, rancid that you, there's no way you can be happy in there, but, but it's not the leader's responsibility, at least in my opinion. So we're going to go around the table, not the leader's responsibility to make everybody happy. Let's start with the happiest person I know. No, that's not true. We'll start with McLaughlin because he's all about play and happy. McLaughlin, do you think it's a leader's responsibility to make everybody in their organization happy? Absolutely not. Because you are not, as a leader, you are not an ice cream salesman. It's, that's not happening. It doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, you can't make the world happy. You can't make all of your happy inside job. I'm going to have to vehemently agree with you that uh, your leader job is to create an environment where happiness thrives because your workers are fulfilled, challenged, driven, and fully on board with the mission and purpose of the organization. And if that's the case, then happiness should be quick to follow. I should, I said, should that's okay. Hopefully happiness will be quick to follow because you're set up for the environment. And because happiness is such a, uh, uh, is so personal for different people. Some people are happy in the winter. Some people are happy in the summer. Some people are happy when they get some new toys. Some people are happy when they just get to sit down on the couch and veg out for a little bit. Happiness is so personal that as a leader, the strive, the goal to help your employees reach a level of happiness is very noble, but it's not your primary responsibility. It's that help them to get there so that they can discover where they are in the world and how they're interacting with things and make sure that they are doing the best that they can. And then happiness will most likely be a byproduct of that. This episode yeah. is a wrap. Yeah, that, that was it. Perfect. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, you mentioned the ice cream thing. I think it's Steve Jobs has been credited with saying that if you want to make everyone happy, don't be a leader. Go sell ice cream, right? Yeah. yeah. Myra, in your experience, you've... In your in your past, you managed big properties, lots of people, apartment complexes. You had lots of people you were responsible for on your team and customers and all that. So what's your experience with making people happy as the leader? I can tell you when you're on both sides of the equation, you'll drive yourself nuts <laughs> trying to keep everybody happy. And when you are on the, with like in real estate, when you are on the client side and the customer side, I'll put it that way. Trying to keep everybody's happy is next to impossible. All you can do is tell them the truth, tell them the, the consequences, inform them, let them choose. I, and that's what I pulled out of your first statement. I even made a note about it. I think the bigger issue here is let them choose. Let their, the choice, and it's not only the choice to be happy. But it's it, when, when things are good, but it's a choice to be happy when things aren't so good because you become a victim if you let your mood depend on your surroundings. Now, 
is it ha- does it happen all the time? If you walk in, somebody's in a bad mood, it puts you in a bad mood. And then we get triggered and we respond. But so back to your boss question, is it your boss's responsibility? I think it's boss's responsibility to, to communicate, educate, all of those things that lay out the groundwork and then make them safe enough that they can choose to be happy. I frankly, the safe environment is one where you're valued. You feel valued. You feel like you're, you can say what's on your mind with respect and have it heard. So that's my two cents worth. I think if people at that environment, their happiness is almost a wellspring because they're feeling valued and hurt and seen. So that's my two cents. That's good stuff. Dr. Sam, in your experience of in higher education and being a students, that kind of stuff, I can imagine there's all kinds of unhappy people at times. Yes, there are. I know when I was in college, I was pretty unhappy when, when the report card came out, but that's a different, that's a different episode. So what's your take on leadership and their responsibility for happiness? So your answer, I think, was spot on in terms of creating the environment where happiness can thrive. And to take that even one level higher, I think leaders who are effective will create a space that someone pretty close to actively engages in being unhappy because you've got all the pieces in place to help them thrive and succeed. And it's community, it's the right tools for the job, it's engagement. And if they're still not happy, it's how it goes. But the other side of that same issue is if we say that's not the leader's job to make people happy and then use that as an excuse to not engage the team and say, hey, just do your damn job. We're just here to make our widgets and get out. So please, no comments, no nothing that you're happy. I'll give it a flying rip. That's a whole different beast. And you're right. talking very much right. about the engagement and the activity versus the free cereal bar and egg bug table in the corner. Yeah, this in our coaching thing this past week, the young leader was struggling with some of the direct reports. Basically, saying, and use these words, but basically saying, yeah, I know this, you want me to go do X, but I'm not going to do that. And it was, we're not talking about asking them to do, break the law and not do something that's not honest or not legal. It's just part of their job. And they look, I'm not going to do that. And the response, kind of what Myra was talking about, you kind of get triggered and you just want to punch them in the throat. It's like, just go do your work, but there's deeper issues. Conroy, I'm coming to you, buddy. I know in your experience leading organizations that not everybody is happy all the time. And I can assume that as a young leader, and now I'm telling, I'm projecting my story onto you. As a young leader, there was a time where I wanted, and I'm sure you did too, you wanted everybody to be happy, just didn't know how to go about doing it. Yeah, I... So I'm listening to everything everybody's saying, and I 100% agree. It's not the leader's responsibility to make sure everybody's happy. My friend Lee Cockrell once told me, manage like a mother. Mothers don't care if you're happy. They just care that you're successful. And the other part of it is, I don't care if you're happy. I just need you happy eight hours a day while you're here. You can be unhappy anyplace else. (laughs) I need you happy here. So I'm going to look at this as as someone who has actually hired a lot of people and managed large staffs. When you hire somebody, you have a job description and you're trying to find the best candidate that fulfills that job description. And what you want to do is you want to create, it's, when you bring somebody on, it's chemistry. It literally is chemistry, how well people get along with each other. 
So as a leader, I felt it was my role to create a culture that was, I was where I was removing barriers where people could be successful. I was creating opportunities for people to work together and synergize and create amazing things. And that's really where my role was as the executive director. My job was to create opportunities for staff to fulfill their job description and to do their job successfully, be rewarded for it, find comfort in it, have some confidence and pride in what they do. Was it 100%? Oh, hell no. It was never 100%. Did I have employees that were malcontents or were unhappy? Sure. they would. But it, a lot of it was they, what was happening in their personal life, they were projecting in their work life. Or they would say, we need more money. As we all have talked about, money is a Band-Aid. It's, not a, it's, it'll, it's for the short term. You can give somebody more money for the short term. But I always felt it was my job as the executive director to work with the different departments, to remove barriers, to help them become successful, to coach, to mentor, to communicate, to build relationships with. But it was my job to make sure that they were happy. No, they should come happy. They should come happy and and knowledgeable of what they do. Whether they are happy within the culture that I have created is 100% up to them. That's my two cents. When I hear leaders saying, oh, it's my job to make sure people are happy. I heard that job. I heard that Steve Jobs quote a long time ago. If you want to make everyone happy, sell ice cream. That's 100%. But my job is to make sure that you are fulfilling the job description for which I hired you for and, and am paying you for. Yeah. So I agree with what all of you have said. I agree with jobs too. It could be even though I like mint chocolate chip ice cream and the other kinds don't make me happy. But so we got young leaders listening to our podcast here and they're going, okay, yeah, I get that. Okay. I believe you guys, you all that they say, it's not my job to, to make everybody happy, but and not everybody is happy. So what do I do next? Let's get, let's quickly here, cause we're coming up on it, but what can we give a young leader in terms of advice here on the podcast of what's the first step or the next step? Okay. I'm a young leader and I realize it's not my job to make everybody happy. What do I do next? Conroy, go. Talk to them. Talk to your staff. Talk about what the issue is and what can you deal with? Coach them, mentor them. Your staff and your customers will tell you everything that's going wrong with your company. Ooh, there you go. That's gold right there. Myra. I am going to take you to the next step. I think you have to listen to them. Well, Talking to them doesn't do any good if you don't hear their answers. And I hear what they're saying. Actively listen. <laughs> Actively listen. That's leadership gold right there, folks. McLaughlin. Lead by example. Yep. Lead by example. Do not tell people to go down a path that you are not willing to go down yourself. Make sure that you are demonstrating every day what this looks like. And if you want your team to be happy, you should be happy because it's hard to be the leader of a happy team if you're a miserable SOB. Could you put that more plainly? I'm not sure everybody understands that. No, that's, that is perfect. You can't create something that you're not. Oh, that's good stuff. And Dr. Sam, what say you? Yeah, I'd say is acknowledge emotions. You know, I made this comment last week where a lot of people will be pissed off. When you're a new leader, it's hard to accept that. It's hard to say, yes, yeah, it's a rough situation. But if you're not hearing people's emotion, the whole story, then you're not building that trust that you need to have with your people. And then you'll never be a leader. You'll just be a manager. Oh, that, that's good. That's good stuff. Myra's got more to say. Oh, I do. do it. Yeah, just because what he said is stay curious. 
stay curious. If somebody comes in a bad mood, instead of getting irritated or I don't need this right now or whatever, find out what's going on in their life. Say, what happened? Are you having a bad day? And you might find out that, that they wrecked their car on the way in or something. Hey, but don't make it about you, I guess is what I'm saying. Stay curious and open uh, about what's going on in their life. Yeah, that's good. That's good advice. And for me, what I told this young leader then on a one-on-one the next day was tell me more about this situation. So-and-so, I was told so-and-so said he wasn't going to do this work. And I said, oh, wait a minute, you were told? And he goes, yeah. And I said, so you didn't talk to the employee that allegedly said they didn't do it? And he goes, no, I haven't. So my advice, which is really what you all have just thrown out, is go talk to that person, first of all, because it's hearsay. We're playing the telephone game now. It's hearsay. So go talk to them and find out. Do what Myra just said and, and listen and probe and be curious and figure out what's what. That's the first step in making your culture or maintaining your culture so that people can choose to be happy. And when people are happy, McLaughlin said at the top of the episode, when you're happy and playful, your mind is in a is a physical better place to learn more, to produce more, and to just be an all-around better person. That's it. Be happy. Yeah, we need to write a song. No, there's no worry. Don't worry. worry. Be happy. Happy now. There we go. If if this episode, our intent, folks, is for our experience to, to share our experience and our wisdom with you to help you be a better a leader to be who you can be with no BS. So we'd love to hear your stories. You can, you can email us at ask us at leadershipbs.co. That's ask us at leadershipbs.co. You can hook up with us in our Facebook, Instagram channels, any place on social media. Please like these podcast episodes and subscribe to them, share them with your friends. Our whole goal is to help people become who they're intended to be better leaders so that, you know, in our own little areas of the world, we can make things better. So for Jeff Conroy, Miss Myra Hall, Dr. Sam Jennings, and Jeff Geoff McLaughlin, I'm Jeff Geyer with the No More Leadership BS podcast, and we'll see you next week. Make it a great week, everybody. Bye. 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 hope you enjoyed this episode of the No Leadership BS podcast. If you have any stories, questions, or comments you would like to share with us, please email us at askus at leadershipbs.co. That's askus at leadershipbs.co. And last but not least, don't forget to give us a five-star review so we can reach more people. Thank you so much, and tune in next time. We'll see you then.